What's up, guys? Welcome to the number one podcast. I'm having a wonderful day. I woke up this morning, went for a coffee, cash register, left open, dude served me his coffee, and went to check on, I don't know, I guess the pizza. It was a pizza shop. I'm in my hoodie, sweatpants, Tall, dark, handsome. I don't know. I like the trust. I like the trust. It put me in a good mood. I could almost swear to God I floated. I levitated from the coffee shop back home. And you know what I said? I'm going to record me the first episode of my podcast. With or without a guest. By the way. Starting next week, we're going to have guests. This is the first show. Just want to introduce the show to y'all. Let's talk about the podcast. What is it going to be all about? First things first, I will be your host. I might in the future have an additional host, but for now, I think I can handle it. I am a YouTuber myself. I have several other channels. Most of you guys know me as Skyview Ray. I'm also a hip-hop artist. I'm sure you've heard one of my songs or two. I'm from Italy. But I do have some roots in Virginia, Richmond, Virginia. Two up, two down. VA stand up. I'm a meme. I'm a meme. And for this reason, I think we're going to call this The Let's Go Podcast. We're going to call it the Let's Go Podcast. A round of applause. Obviously, this podcast is going to be music-centric. It's going to be a music podcast. And the range of topics is anything from hip-hop to rock. I really don't care about the genre. It's going to be me interviewing musicians, me talking about what's going on in the industry, in the music industry. We're going to talk about old school, new school. We're going to talk about the terrible things happening in the music industry. Speaking of terrible... Today's podcast is about backmasking. We'll get to that soon. But I'm just giving you a preliminary. I'm setting the record straight of what to expect. I'm also going to do a whole lot of music reviews. We'll review four albums. No spoilers. Anyways, do one thing for me. I want you to join my army. The Let's Go team. Or the Let's Go army. I always depended on my audience to come up with the, with the theme of the channel. You know, you guys do most of the groundwork because I do this for y'all. If it wasn't for y'all, I wouldn't be doing this. You guys tell me, are we the Let's Go Army or the Let's Go Squad? I don't know. Comment down below. I want to talk about why I'm doing this podcast. I'm doing this podcast because... I feel there's a gap between there's so many talented artists 
that are not cloud chasers. They're not familiar with riding a wave. And they do not have the right contacts. Most of my friends are musicians. Some of my friends are so talented, it will blow your mind. But if you look at their numbers, you'll be very disappointed. You'd be extremely disappointed. This is where I want to come in. I just want to promote talent. That's it. I want to showcase dudes that deserve the shine. I have songs that have hit 500K. I don't even know what the difference between an A note and a B note is if you show me a keyboard. Okay, I'm lying. I do produce as well. But come on, let's be honest here. There are some super talented people who don't get the shine they deserve. And I don't care if I have to stop the guy singing in the metro, in the subway, and tell him, hey, do you want to be on a podcast? We're going to put you on. That's what I'm about. Now, some of these guys who I bring on the show are my guys. They're living the life. They're doing great. But they have hidden talents that need to be showcased. And that's exactly what we're going to do. But aside from all that, let's get to today's podcast. Today's podcast is just an introduction. I wanted to talk about what I'm bringing to the table. And do the first podcast. No guests, but I am a musician myself. So I'm the guest today. <laughs> yes, we're going to talk about backmasking. Because one of the reasons I popped off on YouTube was I was doing Illuminati videos on backmasking and how a lot of musicians are in the Illuminati. So yeah, without no further ado, we're going to get into backmasking and let's talk about it. What is backmasking? I'm pulling up Wikipedia right now. Backmasking is a recording technique in which a sound or a message is recorded backward onto a track that is meant to be played forward. Backmasking is a deliberate process, whereas a message found through phonetic reversal may be unintentional. Basically, in layman terms, for example, let's say you're a producer, and then you want to reverse the clap. You know it's a clap, but you want to reverse it just for the effect. That could be considered backmasking. Essentially, it could be a deliberate process because you know what it will sound like when you reverse it and your intention is to make it sound like that. With that said, let's go a little deeper. Why would someone backmask? Why would someone put these hidden messages only to be revealed when you reverse the track. What's the point in all of that? Here is where it gets messy because everyone and their brother have an opinion about this. Some people think they're trying to spread evil messages, low-key. No one has to know. Some people, such as myself, think 
it's a form of cloud chasing. Because people are into mysterious, into... There's a whole genre. There's a whole fear-based audience who just want to be shook. They want to be shook it. They want to gossip. They want to talk about so-and-so is in a cult. So-and-so is doing this. People who can't mind their business. That's my theory. And then you got other people who say that the whole thing is a sham. They think it's a scam sham. They think that you just reversed the track. Your ears are tricking you to think that it sounds like something, yet it doesn't sound like anything. But... I think the best way to approach this is to give an example of the three ways people perceive backmasking. The first example I'll give you guys is, I think, the thing that started the whole backmasking. And this refers to, they think it's for satanic purposes. In 1969, there were rumors of a backmask message in the Beatles song Revolution 9. And people reversed it and they, it started like a whole Paul is dead urban legend. People were like, oh my God, Paul is dead. And this was a big thing because in the whole, so it's, it started in 1969 and the following year, for three decades, 1970s, 1980s, 1990s, religious groups in the United States, they thought that Prominent rock musicians were using backmasking for satanic purposes, ulterior reasons other than entertainment. This led to protests. There were burning records. They proposed legislation by state and federal governments, anti-backmasking, no backmasking, no backmasking. So that's the first way people perceive backmasking. Let me give you the way I perceive it and the way most musicians perceive it. Most musicians or artists or whatever, once they saw how good of a marketing ploy that the Beatles song Revolution 9 sparked, they started using it. They saw the wave. They started writing it for artistic reasons, for comedic reasons, for satirical reasons. Even some record labels, the execs would be like, okay, look, man, you can't just drop an F-bomb like that. We're going to backmask that, reverse it, so your explicit song could get on the radio. It wasn't for evil purposes. That's the second way of looking at backmasking. The last way, I need a scientist on the podcast to explain to you. It's called pareidolia. Kind of sounds like paranoia. It's basically the brain's tendency to recognize patterns of even meaningless data or coincidental phonetic reversal. For example, you can hear something and think you hear something else. In a nutshell, that's what backmasking is. And people interpret it in one of those three examples I just gave you. Okay, fair enough. We know backmasking is a thing. As listeners, what would be the 
most responsible thing to do given the environment of music with backmasking. Just as with any problem that you will ever face, you have to know what you can control and what you cannot control. You have the power to control your attention and the dial. You get to choose what you want to listen to. What you cannot control is what your favorite artist does behind the scenes and what hidden messages he implants inside of the music you listen to. In this segment, all I'm going to talk about is what you can, C-A-N, what you can control. Yes, we can. I'll give you a good example. Let's say you just broke up with your girlfriend. Obviously, you're feeling sad. That's if you did love her and you did have feelings for her. What type of music are you inclined to turn up to during that moment? Most of us will pull out some slow, sad music. Maybe some ex-ex-tentation. That's backmasked. It's not even backmasked. Straight up to your face. Music that makes you feel sad and heartbroken. And what do sad, heartbroken people do? They don't do good things. Or do they? I don't know. I, I wouldn't assume someone in that state of mind would do something good. Keep him far away from the windows, basically. Let's give you another example. You're mad. You're angry. You just watch the news. The news is filled with images that will stir you up. What music would you turn up to? I feel like in that situation, a lot of people would put on some DMX or some... But is that music really serving you at that moment? Is it? Our emotions are not the same. I could be turning up to some DMX while working out and it could be perfectly fine. It's making me push harder. Give me more weight. But if you're turning up to DMX while protesting, eek. This is where the lines get even more blurry. Let's say there exists a song that's full of evil, hidden messages. I don't know if you saw that one Simpsons episode where there was this song that was basically encouraging people to join the army. So let's say this said song that I'm trying to give you an instance of is trying to make you to join the army. But it's a love song. It's a love song. Different music evokes different feelings from different people. Let's say this said song evokes feelings of love and compassion. I'll be the first to tell you, it don't matter what the lyrics are. It don't matter what's backmasked. You could reverse it a thousand times. If the emotions you get from listening to that music make you want to go home to your girl, by all means, sir or madam, please listen to that music. Words are cool. They do have a lot of power. But feelings hold all the weight. In essence, I would encourage 
anyone who listens to music to kind of make the connection to how that music makes you feel. And accordingly to how that music makes you feel, I would encourage you to use music as a soundtrack to however you want to feel. If you're in the gym and you feel like a love song turns you up and makes you want to push harder because you're pushing harder for people you love, by all means. If you're going to a restaurant and you want to hear Cardi B say, eating halal, by all means. Whatever serves you. But I would not go backwards. And by backwards, I do not mean the lyrics. I just mean, for example, if you would like to feel better after a heartbreak, I would suggest you listen to something that will lift your spirits up rather than something that will match your, your feeling at that time. And at the same time, if you feel great, you're having a wonderful day. It's amazing. You're having the best day of your life. I wouldn't put some Lil Peep music or some Juice World, you know, some emo rap. Because it might be quite heavy for you at, at that time. You know, these, there's a time and place for everything, my friend. That's what I think about backmasking. And you as the listener, you have to do the responsible thing and listen to music appropriately. The next segment, we have to talk about the musicians. How could they be responsible? Because if they're not responsible, they're literally selling their souls. Because they're getting paid a lot of money and they got to do the right thing. This segment is for the artists, the artists who could either choose to be a good artist or choose to sell his soul. I know you guys are thinking to yourself, oh my goodness, not that soul selling stuff again. It doesn't even exist. No one sells your soul. Like you can't sell your soul. Who will buy it anyways? Selling your soul, in other words is giving in, giving in to temptations. The more the reward, the more the temptations. Let's talk about giving in to temptations. If you're an artist and you use explicit images to attract people to watch your music videos, in some way or form, you're selling your soap. Because you know that's not right. Yet you still put it out. Why? Because you want the moolah. You know that as a result, I guess you make a lot more money. What you've done is not ethical. You sold out. It was not right. And you still did it. Why? For earthly possessions. Now, I don't want to get religious here and talk about earthly possessions. The fact is, you're trading in the right thing for dollars. 
it's not only artists that face this dilemma. It's just that this particular podcast is about backmasking. In terms of backmasking, one way to sell out is to do things on purpose in order to attract more attention. I'll give you an example. Let's talk about rock musicians. What do rock musicians broadcasting in your music, which is consumed by millions of people, let's face it, they talk a lot about blah, blah, and rock and roll. You're polluting the community, simple and plain. You also have to pay close attention to who their audience is. It's usually teenagers and stuff. And they know this. They know this. It's not a mystery to them. They could be targeting an older audience. But somehow, if you know something and you still do it, you break ethics, it comes back to you. Because we can sit here and say, hey, no one is being held accountable I'm not going to get arrested for singing about rock and roll, dude. But you know what you're doing. You got to face it. You got to face it at one point or another. You have to face it. And that's why these guys end up with everything in the world but no soul. They're empty. And they realize, ouch, why did I sell my soul? Why did I put those messages in my music to look cool? Wow. Was it worth it to look cool? I don't think so. Me personally. To make a long story long, Selling your soul is selling out the very essence of who you are. Doing something that you don't want to do for someone else or for money. At the end of the day, the consequences are too grave. They're too grave. You have no idea. So my advice to the musician, to the artist, is don't put out music that's morally wrong. Morally, like have some moral standards. That's a simple, it's simple. Don't put out stuff that's morally wrong. Don't preach violence. What side are you on? Are you for peace or are you for violence? I'm not telling you to go witch hunt for all the musicians that are putting out negative stuff. Because, you know, what's negative to you might not be negative to me. And people's consciousness evolves. So what someone thought was okay when he was 20 might be different when he's 40. Take, for instance, Jay-Z. I'm sure he thought glamming and flexing was great. He put us on into Crystal, Rockaway. He made us fly. But... He's past that now. He's a changed man. So the artist should not be afraid to change for the better according to his moral standards because he grows, he learns, his environment changes, and violence may not be cool anymore. It's still selling, but don't take the bait. 
Don't take the bait. You've matured, and it's your responsibility to step up, level up, and also make your content mature and moral. Very important to make it moral because we ain't karma free. You ain't no angel. What goes around must come around. Even if it's hidden, even if it's backmasked. Just saying. Hope you enjoyed the first episode of the podcast. This one was on backmasking. If you have anything to add, please do in the comments. If you're watching this on Spotify, check out the YouTube too. There'll be people who have their opinions and so forth on this. And next podcast, let's go. I have one of my favorite underground rappers. No lie. One of my favorite underground rappers. He's putting out a song with one of his guys. And this song is going to be lit. I already heard a snippet. I've seen parts of the video. It's fire. So they're coming in. I'm going to interview them. We're going to chop it up. And yeah, it's a surprise. Just stay tuned. Tune in for next podcast. Should release it in a week. I feel like I'll do this weekly. And yes, if you made it to the end, you're the MVP. Like, subscribe. Ray, signing out. And I approve this message.